0: This time that should be like this week. I'm not Chris Pullman, I'm- <laughs> and
1: I'm not Gloria Ackerman. But we get—I'm excited to get going today because we get to talk about episode five, the nurses, which is one of my mm-hmm. favorite. Okay, go ahead and, back to and tell.
0: season five, episode <laughs> six, the abduction of Margaret Houlihan. So two very Margaret-heavy episodes, Mar- Margaret-centric, I guess would be the better way to that describe it. Even
1: well, may, that makes up for all those times when she was missing. Oh,
0: well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. that, it very well could. Uh, Also, I apologize in advance uh, if you hear Ryan in the background. She decided not to take her afternoon nap, and so she's super cranky.
1: So enjoy her. (laughs)
0: Enjoy the extra free background noise. (laughs) Uh, Episode 5, The Nurses.
1: Okay, The Nurses. It starts out in the OR, and it's hot. You have to keep in mind it's hot. They don't have any water. The water didn't come in. There isn't any supplies, so everyone's cranky. It's just a bad, it's a bad situation. Frank, of course, is yelling at the nurses. Um, Then Margaret goes in by her nurses, and they were making fudge, and she puts people on report. It's very um, ah, Margaret-centered, sorry. (laughs) And uh, then she especially picks on Nurse Baker, who apparently has done a lot of things wrong because she Mm -hmm. said she was going to put her on report um then of course baker's husband comes in and they got married without having the opportunity to have a honeymoon so radar of course goes to see hawkeye because radar and hawkeye are connected at the hip and hawkeye puts together this great plan where he is going to put the um, nurse baker's husband under quarantine and sneak nurse baker in there and they can have the honeymoon that they so deserve so romantic um, but a few things happen we'll talk about those later a few things happen to smash it up and um, let's see that's basically what it's about is, yeah. is that there isn't any like other things going on
0: yeah it's,
1: it's Margaret's relationship to her nurses it is um, and Nurse Baker's husband coming into town were mm-hmm. into camp
0: yeah uh the only other real subplot that i saw was with one of the nurses where i believe she worked mainly with the burn unit yes and, and um and yeah where we see her come in to or it's not during a session they're cleaning up and she just comes in and she's in a very sour mood obviously and it's because one of her patients died
1: actually not because one of her patients died no i thought it was
0: because one of her patients
1: because she didn't have any feelings
0: well no she but that was part of it yeah right she
1: she felt terrible because she had no feelings
0: okay yeah i see and i would say that it was because one of her patients died which caused her to realize that That she she didn't didn't
1: have any feelings she didn't
0: yeah yeah, she didn't feel right you're right but um, it was
1: sad though
0: yeah it was and then the the nice part about that is the way that that subplot wraps up is how at the end of the episode a
1: baby she, so life is brought in
0: she delivers a baby and she's holding this baby in her arms and it was a breech birth so you know like butt first uh and she's crying over this baby and she said um in, she may have come into this world backwards but she landed on her feet, feet. and just that you know.
1: part of it kind of reminded me, though, of a back episode a while ago
0: mm-hmm. where
1: I think Trapper said, How come when my friend, or was it Hawkeye?
0: That was Hawkeye. Hawkeye that was his sometimes friend. you hear the bullet.
1: Yes. And I remember mm-hmm. him saying, How come I don't feel this way with every patient?
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, at that point, uh, Colonel Blake says, I don't know.
1: So I think that's something that nurses and doctors have to go through. You do have to you have to distance yourself or you'd Mm -hmm. be feeling all the time Mm
0: -hmm. and she just got to an extreme case and we do um i think we see that in the final episode too when they're saying everything that they're going to do and uh, i think it's technically like from last episode i think she played nurse bigelow uh but we we see her they're in the mess tent it's just before the armistice and all this is going on and uh They're going through everybody and what are you going to do after the war and she said i've had enough all this death and dying i'm done i'm getting out of it and everybody's just very solemn at her response and it's in the middle of everybody else being very happy about what they're going to do Do after and she just says i'm done it's been too much and so it can get to that point and that's um what in this episode that nurse um says uh, she's getting drunk in the nurse's tent when margaret comes to look at them or look in on them before the first time yeah the first time and um margaret's berating her about it and she goes i drink to feel because i can't feel anything otherwise
1: right So Margaret came in by the nurses to give them their duty roster, Mm
0: -hmm. and the
1: nurses were making fudge, and she was like, no, that's illegal, you can't make fudge, that's cooking in your tent, and that's against regulations, and I'm going to put you on report, and she put Nurse Baker on report, and she said, you better watch it. You know, she was
0: just gruff
1: and and mean, but she was also, you could see a sadness in her.
0: Mm -hmm. felt sorry for her.
1: Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. because you knew she wanted to be a part of it. I felt Mm -hmm. it right away. Um, and that's and we'll talk about that I think a little bit later mm, because
0: yeah. And you know, that's some honestly that I didn't pick up and maybe it's just because um I hate to put it this way, but because I'm a guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think so. I mean, think women feel differently. We feel deep. We mm-hmm. I mean and I don't think there's a woman in the world that has that hasn't felt because we look so deeply into mm-hmm. things. Jody accuses my husband accuses me of that all the time. Mm. You just put you think about it too much. Mm. Women it's, think about it too much. You know, we all have that feeling of being on the outside at some point.
0: And yeah, like... Where to guys me,
1: could care less if they're on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, no well, we need to be a part yeah. of.
0: And yeah, like... There's I, a gender. It, it felt to me like Margaret... Like um, Loretta Swit's uh, character in this episode, which would be Margaret, but I'm talking about like from the actress' side. Like she was just being forced to do too much. Like she was forced to be... Uh, to major Houlihan.
1: He had said that to me, and I thought, yeah. no, I didn't see that at all. But I that's thought...
0: because I didn't pick up on that, and right. I didn't really see that until the end when Margaret does confront the nurses about it, which we'll get to. But so, yeah, you know, you you do see this where Margaret is being very strict and very this all has She's to be done hurt. by the book this whole time. Um,
1: Let's go to the end and talk about it, because, okay? Yeah. Um, nurse baker ends up sneaking out to be with her husband for their honeymoon and when she comes back in the morning um she her well there was a there was something that happened they quarantined her husband in margaret's tent so margaret was forced to sleep with the nurses and baker was like how am i gonna get out of there well when she she snuck out in the middle of the night and the nurses all helped and as she snuck back in there's margaret's Cot right there. She had yeah. to crawl literally over Margaret to get to her cot. And to, Margaret yeah. looked up, they looked each other square in the eye, and she yeah. said, Good morning, Lieutenant. This time morning, I'm Major. throwing the book at you.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Major? Well, no, no, it was that, Good morning, Lieutenant. Good morning, Major. Major, the, and uh, then this time came. I'm going to throw the book at you. Yeah. And then other nurses took up, stood up and said, Hey, what is your problem? Yeah. You know, what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And she, and all of a sudden, Margaret broke down, and I'm going to break down. Because it, she said, how come you don't invite me to your <gasps> yeah. fudge?
0: You know? Yeah, it was. Uh, I felt it then. Yeah, I did. And, yeah, you know, just. You don't think that I don't walk by and f- know what you're you doing. And know that I'm not invited. Right. You don't think I know. And when, I don't think
1: there's a woman in the world that yeah. has not felt that. Mm. Walking past a group yeah. of workers or yeah. past a in a high school or something. We've sure all in been high there. School. Yeah. So Yeah. We and, all could feel Margaret's pain.
0: Yeah, and then their comment, we never thought that you would accept. And then you just see Margaret's steel shield slam down as she just straightens up, literally straightens up and just closes up and goes well, you were wrong. And left. And leaves the tent. And this is when a bunch of casualties are coming in. So now we go to pre-op where everybody's scrubbing up.
1: Oh, but first... Oh, no. that's Is it after that she comes into the tent with the fudge?
0: After. Okay, that's, that's after the last okay. commercial break. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, you know, we're in pre-op. Uh, Colonel Potter at first went along with this whole quarantine thing because... He I, believed
1: BJ I, and Hawkeye. I
0: guess he had... I don't know if he believed them, but I don't think he had enough reason to doubt. Right. You know, so he was going along with it. And then at this point, it's like, he knew. He knew something was up, obviously, and (laughs) Radar didn't help. Radar, I'd like to see the cultures on that quarantine. Oh, man. The what, sir? The man that was quarantined. Oh, yeah.
1: He went home. You know,
0: yeah. (laughs) Don't want the typhoid. Oh, it was just a 24 kind. (laughs) and Colonel Potter asked him something else and Radar went, oh wait, I forgot and then he just left (laughs) he just left, he just up and left pre-op and so then Potter goes to talk to BJ and Hawkeye and he brings them in near the nurses and says, Margaret, or pardon me Major, you and I have both been had, these two uh, I can't think of a better word, but absconded with your tent for illicit reasons last night well, you can press charges if you want. And she just looked at her nurses, looked at Colonel Potter and said, I know. This is a matter, matter between me and my nurses. Oh, Thank you.
1: That made me feel so good.
0: And the three nurses were just standing there because the one was in Delivering the Baby. But the three nurses were standing there and they were just all very um, frightened As they looked at Margaret waiting for... um, Her answer. Yeah, waiting for... What's the phrase I'm looking for? But then there was
1: such respect in their eyes. Waiting for a shoe to drop.
0: Yeah, because they realized... Oh, wow. She went out there for us, and I think that's all they needed was that, and then, okay, well, now we'll go out for her, and we'll do what we can to include her, because then after the commercial break, what happened?
1: Then, I love that part. Margaret walked in again with the duty roster. Remember, we talked at the mm-hmm. beginning of the duty roster. She walked in and said, okay, here's the duty roster, everyone. And she said, oh, you're making fudge again. And they said, yes, would you like some? Yeah. And she walked over, tasted it, and said, oh, this is awful. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, it goes with the awful coffee we have <laughs> in the mess tent. And- you
0: want Or do you want to? cup of awful coffee Coffee, and margaret says i'd love some and then they're all giggling and they're all
1: giggling and they were all Mm. a part of and she became friends with her nurses she's still the top dog they know that Mm -hmm. she knows that but they may include her more Mm -hmm. than they had before and i i do believe that the rest of this um seasons she is she has a friendship more with her nurses than a boss
0: yeah and um she has
1: the boss times because she is the boss but she has the friendship times also.
0: Yeah, and I think there's one other episode where we see her open up even more cause, Is it the dog episode? Um
1: or did we have that one yet?
0: We have not had that one yet. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Um that she opens up to Hawkeye somewhere. Mhm. But the one I'm thinking of is uh
1: sorry for talking.
0: <laughs> there there's an episode where an old school friend of hers oh, comes, yeah. the captain. Yep, yeah. And uh, she says, you know, you've closed up, Margaret. Yep. You have tons of friends here. And then that's when she actually starts to form
1: a relationship again
0: with um, with Charles, with BJ, yes. with Hawkeye. And so we've mentioned before, you see Margaret open up with her hair is the most obvious way in these first few seasons. Because whenever her hair is up in that oh, bun... Oh, going to be it's you know um i guess to use this phrase ball crusher margaret (laughs) when her hair is down it's very different but then now in season five you get this different version of margaret again and it's the penobscot version yes which ends up going away but then a different one takes over where she is much sterner but friendly Friendlier, Margaret, and we, and again, this is part of it, I think, because like you know, you're saying she she
1: used to have to impress Frank or Mm -hmm. take charge of Frank so he could go places in (laughs) his life, yeah, (laughs) because she was going to be with him. Yeah, but now that she has Donald, she's just got to look out for herself. She needs friends. Mm -hmm. She needs,
0: and she's starting to get them here. Yeah, which is nice. I actually don't have a lot else about this. Um, other than just a few quotes that I thought were interesting,
1: well, you did mention, um, 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 um Kelly. <laughs> Where is she? Yeah, well, but she could have been. Also, she could have been on. Um,
0: well, because you know,
1: do they switch them between mashes? That could happen.
0: They do. Um, Potter mentioned, We've seen that. yeah. Potter mentioned that, um, you know, you're gonna have to sleep with the nurses, and just the way he said it made me think okay he's going to sleep in the one other nurse's tent because margaret has her own and then there are these uh-huh. four nurses sharing a tent um there's probably more cuz we see more in or all the time but it just yeah like if this is the only nurse's tent well where is kelly right because kelly is a named character from the last episode bigelow is a named character, character. and i mean honestly baker baker she she's had, a different person every she, time, yeah. but she's
1: always there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, on the MASH Wiki, none of the actresses who played nurses in this episode ever appeared again in the series, oh. with the exception of clips in Our Finest Hour. None of the actresses who would play recurring roles as nurses throughout the series, such as Kelly Nakahara, Gwen Farrell, Judy Farrell, were in this episode.
1: That's right.
0: Yeah. I do think. Uh, Mary... Is this the one I'm thinking of? Oh, uh, I think the one actress... Yeah, um... Yeah, i her, her. She was in the episode where Hawkeye's old flame came to the seventh. Mm. I don't remember the title of that one. But... Know. So I think she was in before, but yeah, I don't think we see her again. Um... Anything else that you have? Because, like I say, I have one or two quotes that I thought were neat, but that's about it. Um, well, the one I have while you're Finger looking, regard. um, Lieutenant Baker is getting fussed up for her husband, right? And so, um, Mary Jo, Lieutenant Mary Jo, who, what's a good way to describe the way that she's built?
1: She is voluptuous, so. and and Lieutenant Baker is boyish.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't going to try.
1: <laughs>
0: that that's better than I would have done anyway. But uh, so Mary Jo lends uh, Lieutenant Baker her ninety that she apparently got in tokyo and baker's like pulling it away from her chest <laughs> and letting it drop and she's like i
1: this doesn't quite fit me yeah <laughs> the way it fits it's, you a, and...
0: it's a little big well i lent you the ninety. I, I can't lend you everything i
1: do i love that quote and then
0: uh <laughs> the, the the tall nurse oh i can't remember which one that was but uh baker then asks her i don't know i don't want to seem what was it i don't want to seem too anxious forward, too anxious and she's like Dime. that's okay he might like that yeah. <laughs> it's your <own>? host. <laughs> i think I
1: that
0: was great he might like that Just... but, so um i think that's all that's all have. i
1: have i don't have anything yeah. else written down
0: okay uh guest stars recurring cast Again, I don't have to talk about uh, William Christopher because he's in the main May? credits. That's awesome. Uh-huh. I just really like William Christopher. I think part of that was because it, a couple times in my life I would considered being a priest, so i oh, okay. connect with that character. And he's and one I of like the reasons too. why. Um, so we had Linda Kelsey as Lieutenant Mickey Baker, Mary Jo uh, Cultet as Nurse Walsh, so that was Mary Jo, I believe. Uh, Carol Lochtel as Nurse Gaynor. Patricia Sturgis as Nurse Preston. Thank you for making these names easy for me. <laughs> and Gregory Harrison as Lieutenant Tony Baker. Um, Let's see here. The production. Gregory Harrison? Yes.
1: Oh my gosh, I didn't recognize him. I think he does a later mash thing. Like in. He plays uh he had his own show.
0: It could be. Uh, he doesn't have a link off of this page, but that doesn't mean anything. The production code was U809. Uh, writer was Linda Bloodworth. Director was Joan Darling. Oh, well, really, two women. That's cool. Original air date was October 19th, 1976. Gregory Harrison. I can IMDB him when we're going okay. through the next episode and find okay. out. Speaking of the next episode, Season 5, Episode 6, The Abduction of Margaret Houlihan. This is, I think, my favorite Colonel Flag episode, which we will explain in a moment. So, the basic synopsis, the short version of this episode is, uh, Margaret goes out to help a Korean woman give birth. No one in the camp, except for Klinger, knows that she went out. Everybody's looking for her and getting worried. And so uh, somehow Colonel Flagg ends up catching wind of this. He shows up at MASH and is trying to, I, I'm air quoting this, trying to help them find Margaret. Uh, in the process, we learn a few things about Flag. Frank <laughs> shoots BJ. In the leg. And then at the end of the episode, Colonel Flagg breaks his leg after Margaret shows back up at Mash.
1: Because he is the wind. Because I am the wind.
0: So that's <laughs> that's the basic synopsis of this episode. So let's talk some specifics. So again, I
1: love Klinger's dress and oh I want God. it.
0: <laughs> um, so if
1: you watch that and you see the light blue fringe dress, it is adorable. Two very
0: smart dresses <laughs> on Klinger's part uh, in yes. these last two episodes. Because uh, in the last one, Lieutenant Baker bribes him.
1: With a lilac top, and he can have the scarf that goes with it.
0: <laughs> the peasant With the pleasant blouse, something like that? Yes. <laughs> Pass, because he's on guard duty. And he's on guard duty again in this one. Uh, we start out the episode, Margaret's in post-op. And she hands over to another nurse. And she's leaving. Klinger's out there. He walks her back to her tent. They're chatting. He's in... Yeah, like His you're describing that.
1: Beautiful fringe light blue <laughs> dress.
0: Yep. Um, <laughs> With so a slit up
1: the back, a little farther than I like. But mm. he pulled it off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they get to her tent, and there's a young Korean lady standing there. And she says in Korean, basically, uh, at least I'm inferring this because we don't get a translation other than from Margaret, who tells Klinger She's her mother's giving birth. I need to go in health
1: so she went to help
0: Yep. Klinger goes into his tent lays down on his bunk
1: he did pull night shift yeah so
0: gets back up takes off his one clip-on earring and then falls asleep um, so he's useless uh, the next day Potter is trying to figure out the last time one patient had morphine and it was Margaret who had written it down and he can't read it, so they need Margaret to read her own handwriting. Well,
1: Radar's uh, running around looking for her.
0: He goes into Klinger's tent because Klinger was the last one to have seen her. Well, Klinger's still asleep. I don't, don't want to go to the school <laughs> today. Klinger, it's Radar. I'm looking for Major Houlihan. She's having a baby.
1: <laughs> you're, you're having a nightmare, a dream.
0: Uncle Ed, don't go out again. <laughs> so you know he said the truth, but it was useless because it was wrapped in dream speak. Um, Radars, yeah, looking all over the rest of the camp. He goes into the swamp. Hawkeye's there playing basketball
1: with Frank's shirt
0: with Frank's shirt in a net made of surgical masks. Oh, I it thought was it was a bra. Ser- no, it was surgical masks.
1: Are you sure? I
0: am very sure. It was surgical masks tied or together. and both
1: thought it was a bra. It was
0: not a bra. We can go back and watch it. Okay. It was a bunch of surgical masks. Let us
1: know what you think. Is it a bra or is it, was, it, surgical, it was masks. surgical masks? It was surgical masks.
0: Go over to narclinic.com, Go to the podcast section. Go to Whiskey and Mash. There are links there to email us and to go over to our Facebook page. Go to our Facebook page or email us and tell us that I'm right.
1: <laughs> or I'm right. No, no. If you want it to be correct. All okay. right.
0: You're not my wife. I don't have to say you're always right. (laughs) I'm your wife's mother. That's more important. Yeah, only she has to tell you that you're always right. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one, folks.
1: I gotta go back and look.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so Radar comes into the swamp while Hawkeye's... Well, after Hawkeye has apparently thrown the winning shot in an alley-oop over his head and he's being swarmed by cheerleaders. At least that's what he's saying. Um, and he's, he gets up, oh, you must be from the press corps, come to ask me how I feel about the win.
1: When Raider walked in.
0: Yeah. How do you feel about the win, sir? Stupid question. Cancel the rest of the interview. <laughs> uh, BJ comes in with a helmet of water. He's going to shave. And, uh. Just
1: been a showering. Yep. Too.
0: And then Frank is apparently lying down at the time, I think. Yeah, I
1: think he was sleeping and yeah. woke up and said, everyone be quiet, I'm trying to sleep.
0: Yeah. There are doctors trying to sleep here. Well then shut up Frank. He yeah. might wake them. And you know, he makes <laughs> he some snide hears- comment about radar being in there and radar's like, I'm looking for Margaret Hula for Major houlihan I haven't seen her in a while and
1: So that his concern comes out and he's like, yeah. We should go look for her.
0: Yeah, and uh okay, so one thing that I really liked about the scene in the swamp was Frank is just going on and on about all these Things that could be happening to Margaret and at first he's describing she could be in a ditch you (laughs) know who knows what could be happening to her um she could be naked there could be scorpions crawling all over her and Hawkeye sitting there and goes Frank credit you're (laughs) getting me excited excited. (laughs) and then after Hawkeye leaves to go tend to something I can't remember what BJ's there shaving and Frank is going on again about all these awful things that could be happening to her who could think of the unspeakable things that the Chinese are probably doing to her? And BJ just looks over and goes, speak a few. Speak <laughs> <laughs> But then Frank is like playing with his gun and, you know, making sure it's loaded and trying to do whatever. Oh, I know where Hawkeye was. Hawkeye went to the shower. Right. Because there's where we see him. He's half uh, rinsed off. And all of a sudden we hear, bang! bang! And you just see Hawkeye like, oh, crap. So he gets out of the shower, puts his robe on, goes into the swamp. There's BJ laid out on the free bunk, the one that's none of theirs. And Hawkeye comes in. What happened? Frank shot me. I didn't try.
1: It bounced off of
0: Yeah, it ricocheted off the footlocker. Oh, it's just a graze, but you're still going to need stitches. So then they're walking out of the swamp, and Frank is just all paranoid. About you, it was an accident. You know that, right? You're not going to yeah, tell gonna anybody, ta- are you? No, Frank. We're not going to tell anyone.
1: <laughs> just but then Colonel Potter walks up. What happened?
0: Frank shot BJ. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell anyone. Fink, <laughs> Indian promiser. <laughs> just good lord. He's oh, so, so funny. So they go into OR to stitch up BJ, and it's at that point that we see Radar uh, in his office taking care of reports or something. And in walks this guy (laughs) in a mustache, glasses, and the gaudiest military outfit I think we've seen.
1: Potter said it the best. He looked like an Italian usher.
0: Yes. Who was it? Colonel Flag. Flag.
1: And the the funniest part was Radar said, Hi, Colonel Flag.
0: How did you know know
1: who I was?
0: Well, you're a master of disguise, and, you know, I figure... The only person who couldn't look like you as much as you are right now is you.
1: Well, that makes sense to me.
0: For now. <laughs> yeah, and he goes to talk to Potter, and yeah, Potter Hi, says... Hi, Colonel Plague. And uh, I love the explanation. Who are you supposed to be? I'm dressed up as Ling Chao, a Chinese double agent. But you don't look Chinese. Neither would Ling Chao oh, if, if he was dressed like this.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. What? <laughs>
0: um, so then he's looking around camp to see if he can find Margaret. He ends up in the swamp. Um, Hawkeye and BJ are playing chess. And Frank is still going on about Margaret. There's Colonel Flagg. And, um questions them. Yeah, he's, you know In his way. He's he's crazy. He goes over he's uh, talking to B.J. and Hawkeye and he mixes them up.
1: I know everything about you,
0: B.J. Yeah.
1: Or Honeycutt. He's like, I'm, I'm Hawkeye. I'm
0: Pierce. <laughs> you want to call yourself Pierce? We can play that game too. <laughs> then he goes over to harass Major Burns and Burns is reading Reader's Digest and Flag goes, this doesn't look good for you.
1: It's Reader's Digest.
0: Not if you eliminate the third, fifth, and sixth letters. Then it's Red's Digest, comrade. And then he grabs his hair, the front of it, and just like pulls back his head a little bit. (laughs) It's great because Frank is super intimidated at this point. Flag is going off on him. And then Hawkeye and BJ chime in. I wish I had gotten this whole thing down, but that's okay. We'll yeah, try. Yeah, you have
1: to watch it to see.
0: They're going back and forth about. You're right. It was Frank. He was insanely jealous of Margaret's fiance, so he brainwashed her and then sent her off to work, or and then convinced her that she was I don't remember who, what the name was, but it was some like actress, and then he did plastic surgery on her Jesus. to make her look like that. And then sent her off to Las Vegas to do uh, two
1: shows a night except Saturday where they did three three shows
0: at the sands (laughs) and Colonel Flagg just drags Frank along with him over to the tour and he goes there's only one problem with that plan
1: that was just hilarious because there's only one problem with that plan okay
0: really what is it they don't do three Three shows a night on Saturday at the sands how do you know I was a showgirl there for six weeks (laughs) <laughs> Which will come back at the end of the episode, but it's like, seriously? <laughs> we do see Margaret delivering this healthy Korean baby. So this is two episodes in a row where we see a baby delivered. Um, while Margaret's out, Radar and Potter have to uh, pinch hit <laughs> the birthing classes for local Korean mothers-to-be that Margaret normally does.
1: And Radar was the mother
0: yes radar was the mother I love
1: it he did such a great job
0: congratulations mrs o'reilly
1: you had a wonderful baby teddy bear
0: (laughs) at first radar looks so proud and then he looks abashed it's (laughs) funny um he
1: did the breathing correctly yeah all the mothers were laughing
0: yeah um so then we see colonel fly in colonel potter's office and uh He's getting all these plans together about how he's going to rescue Margaret from the North Koreans
1: with blowing up and yeah. shooting and every. We're going to have scorpions. offshore.
0: Well, we're going to have offshore bombardment from the Navy. We're going to have a whole company of paratroopers land. And um, at one point, Hawkeye makes a comment. Yeah, we're going to get Margaret back, dead or alive. Oh. <laughs> and Flag just goes exactly. exactly.
1: <laughs> like, yes. <What?
0: laughs> and Flan goes to Radar and he's, you know, call the Navy. Get them to get the offshore artillery ready. I need choppers about a squadron for and, air and to...
1: Radar's just kind of looking like, should I be writing this stuff down? You didn't see him writing yeah. it.
0: I think he was, but he what? has a good memory if he wasn't. But yeah, he's like, I need choppers for air to ground reconnaissance. And one more thing, Corporal. I'm going to need scorpions. Need a, a dozen of them. Scorpions, sir? Yeah. If you can't get scorpions, I'll take two snakes and a rat. <laughs> what do you need those for, Flag? It's personal. <laughs> and, um, so Radar's off getting all this stuff. And then we see Margaret enter the compound, with the mother who apparently needs a little medical attention, the baby, who she hands off to Klinger to take with the mom into post op, and then she goes into Colonel Potter's office. Just
1: walks in like nothing, yeah. and they're all there talking about this big just thing yeah. they're doing to get her back. Yeah,
0: don't you think a comp- or a, like a whole battalion of airborne is a little overkill? Flag, and then in walks Margaret. Hey. Oh. And. Uh, you know, radar calls off all the support, but then it's interesting how he leaves. Do you want to describe it, or shall I? Go ahead. Okay, I... so at one point during this whole tirade about what he's going to do to get Margaret back, Flag ends up saying, look, I'm the wind, which comes back here, because he's like, okay, it's time for me to leave. Close. Everybody closed your eyes. <laughs> Never, you know, I think it was Hawkeye. He's like, "Oh no, no!"
1: No one was going to close their eyes, so he now said, "Look,
0: nobody sees me leave. I either leave in the dark of night, the mists of the morning, but nobody sees me leave. If you don't close your eyes, I'm not going." And everyone so immediately close their eyes. Potter, B.J. Hawkeye—they just slap, <laughs> <laughs> and then they do a really great job with this shot. I thought. There's a shot still in Colonel Potter's office, but it's such that it's focused on Frank Margaret Hawkeye BJ. And you don't see anything else, but you hear... And then the shot pulls back and widens, and you see Hawkeye tentatively step over. One of Colonel Potter's windows is clearly broken, and must be broken out because there's no glass inside. He goes over and looks out, and then peeks back in and goes, The wind, the wind just <laughs> broke his leg.
1: I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. The wind
0: just broke his leg. Um, so that was great. The episode ends when Hawkeye and BJ are playing chess, and Hawkeye makes his move, stands up, and goes, I've got it. Got what? I know where I recognize Colonel Flagg from. I went and saw a show at the Sands. He was one of the showgirls. How did you know tell? It was him. He was carrying a machine, machine gun. gun, and I can't remember what song he dun, was. All the pretty girls. Oh, yeah. like pretty girls. Yeah. Are like a melody.
1: like a melody. Yeah.
0: Um, a couple other interesting or funny things that I caught in the episode about Flag. First of all, uh. When he first arrives and Potter is talking to him, Potter makes the comment, you don't smile much, do you, Flag?" And Colonel Flagg said something to the effect of, no. What I did was I watched three Stooges movies, and every time I felt like smiling, I jabbed myself in the stomach with a cattle prod. And Colonel Potter just nonchalantly no-sells it by going, that would do it.
1: That would do it. I like Radar's comment, too, when he was looking for um, Margaret, and he said, I checked everywhere from Nurse Abel to Sergeant Zale. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He did A to Z.
0: Very good. I try and use the alphabet whenever I can, I can sir. I sir. <laughs> um, also, I thought it was really interesting when, not, not as interesting in a funny sense, but in a meta sense about Colonel Flagg's character, where... He's sitting there, and this is before Colonel Potter comes back in the office. It's Flag, BJ, and Hawkeye, and they're sitting there, and uh, Flag is drinking.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And I think it was Hawkeye who makes the comment, for somebody who doesn't like um, any drugs, any anesthesia, you're sure drinking a lot, and <laughs> yes. Flag goes, I can't get drunk. I had a device, surgically implanted. Uh, what was it?
1: I want one he of had those. an
0: operation on him that doesn't... Yeah, I had a, surgi- <laughs> a device surgically implanted that prov- that neutralizes alcohol so I can't get, get drunk.
1: drunk. Oh, I thought that would handy. be cool to have. Yeah. We should invent that. My goodness. I don't know if I'd have surgery for it, though. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that's really all I have. And all the MASH Wiki has that we didn't cover is just the comment. It's a very funny episode featuring one great laugh line after another and that's true it's just a bunch of laughs highly recommend this episode like i said i think it's my favorite colonel flag episode because it has my favorite colonel flag scene which is the
1: wind i'm the The wind wind.
0: (laughs) the The wind wind just broke
1: his leg (laughs) my
0: favorite line about colonel flag out of the whole series you know um so yeah, I you have anything else? On? No,
1: I love the fact that Margaret just went off to deliver yeah. a baby.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, it, it's very new Margaret.
1: It is very new Margaret.
0: You know, so I I agree. I like that too. But again, okay. very Margaret Margaret centric episode. Even though she may not be in it the most, it's all about Margaret disappearing. Right. So, um
1: great episodes two great episodes watch let us know what you think the basketball hoop is made of (laughs) we want to hear from you
0: guest stars in this episode edward winter as colonel sam flag lynn marie stewart as nurse baker susan brendoff as nurse abel uh we had jun kyura lu as korean woman and lee quinn lee quinn as the korean husband good job uh susan sakamoto was the Korean girl that came to get Margaret, I'm guessing. Johnny Yoon was the Korean translator. John Yoon. Jay Fenickel was the patient that they were talking to in post-op who had the head wound that they were At trying the to figure out. At the
1: they said, get you some rest.
0: Yeah, trying to figure out when he last had morphine. And then we see uh, Roy Goldman as Private Roy Goldman. He was uncredited, but he definitely had a line because he came out and relieved Klinger of guard duty, which I guess is worth mentioning. It was a funny little mini scene there. He comes and <laughs> comes up behind Klinger. Klinger, I'm here to relieve you. All right, undo my undo bra. My bra. <laughs> I normally don't let guys do this on the first date, you know. And then he, you know, supposedly undoes Klinger's bra. And then Klinger, like, does uh, a little dance and saunters a <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I do that dance every night. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, I don't know if Clear actually had a bra because I would have thought that as low as the back was on that dress, you would have seen, seen it, the But could have been a
1: low there are bras that are low clicking. Yeah, so maybe.
0: But anyway. And if I'm a uh,
1: he would own one.
0: Oh, he definitely would.
1: I'm sure he has great under oh, yeah. undergarments,
0: yeah. Undergarments. Production code was U eight oh eight. This was written by Ellen Katz and Don Rio. With the teleplay by Gene Reynolds it was directed by Gene Reynolds and originally aired October 26th 1976 uh, again you know if you liked this episode we would love to hear from you head over to narclining go to the podcast section to the whiskey mass mash page there are links there one looks like an envelope one looks like the Facebook F and those are direct links to go to our Facebook page, or to email us. We encourage you to do that just so that we know that you're out there. We would love to hear from more of our audience. If this is your first time listening to the show and you really enjoyed it, you can catch more of our episodes. Go to iTunes or your favorite podcast application. Search for Whiskey and Mash. You can find us there. Subscribe. And then get all of our new episodes automatically downloaded to your podcast feed. If you don't do the podcast thing, but you want to get more of our back episodes, they're all available on our website, on the Whiskey and Mash page as MP3s. You can download them off of the webpage or stream them right off the webpage. I'm also going to work this weekend on getting us on SoundCloud and Stitcher, so you can hopefully find us there as well. We're not on there yet. Uh, by the time you hear this, maybe we will be. We'll see. But, I think that's it.
1: Welcome to the new people, and thank you for sticking with us to yeah. our regular listeners.
0: If you really enjoyed uh, this episode, any episodes that you've listened to of us so far, if you want to support that, if you want to help us uh, you know, make this podcast, right now, what you can do to help us is share this with people. Right. Point people to this podcast, you know, explain to them why it's funny to listen to people talk about, about a 70s tv show um you know just share it with a friend a family member a co-worker and help us get a larger audience that's really what would help us because we don't have a patreon we don't have any sort of donation system we're not looking for that we're just we're
1: just having fun and we want you to have fun with us yeah
0: so, so until next time i'm chris and i'm gloria we'll see you next time cheers Oh, this this is mash, not Shears.
1: Oh.
0: That that's next time. That's that's <laughs> probably further down the road. Way down the road. You have to go through Fraser first.